MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcasts. The undeniable choice. It's sundown. The day has just begun. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Yes, <laughs> this is MDN Shows running with the times. Look, MDN Shows has pitched his tent away from traditional grounds just to reach you only on MDN TV, the podcast, and I am Major Daughter. Welcome. Welcome, welcome everybody. Look, meet us in the comments. It's happening right now. Share this podcast, share this broadcast, share this program right now. Tell everybody, now is that time. Look, my guest is a media boss. If you want to be a boss in the media or you want to understand how media works and the power of media, all things media, but most of all, do you want to be everywhere all the time without necessarily having to go there? Well, be my guest right after this. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcasts. The undeniable choice. The undeniable choice indeed. Today is Dr. Barrett Matthews, all the way from the USA. Thanks a gazillion times, Doc, for saying yes and for your time. Look, the whole world is just waiting for you now. The mic swings to you, Dr. Barrett. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, God, I love your energy. Um, yeah, I'm Dr. Barrett Matthews. I'm here in uh, Maryland in the U.S., uh, right outside Washington, D.C. And what I am is a, a media optimization professional. What I do is I work with entrepreneurs, speakers, coaches, etc., to drive their competitors crazy by using media to make sure that they can be seen on several platforms at the same time so that they don't have to go looking for their audience, but their audience can find them. So that's what I do. I mean, who doesn't want to drive their competitors crazy? We want them to shake in their boots. But first, tell us, <laughs> how did you, yes, sure. Tell us, how did you get started in, in media and why media, Dr. Barrett? Well, it's funny. I went to college as an architecture major and architecture kicked my butt. <laughs> I was I was not going to be an architect. I realized that shortly into it. And uh, I was at Hampton University, one of the historically black colleges here in the United States. And I was realizing I'm going to have to change my major. And I honestly didn't know what I was going to change it to. And my sister said to me, she said, Barry, you've always been interested in television and radio. And my, my response was, well, isn't everybody? And I didn't think of it as a major. So I changed my major in college to mass media arts at Hampton. And I'm so glad that I did because 
my grades shot up. I was, I started doing great in school. <laughs> then I got involved in extracurriculars. I, I started calling games on radio, uh, football games and basketball games. Even got to work with, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Kevin Frazier. He's on the show entertainment tonight here, but he's yes, the yes. host of it. And he, he and I used to call games together. And, um, then I, I did television there in college. I did the newspaper and I started doing internships. And one of the internships I did was with a, a local TV station here in Washington, DC, WSA TV. And it had a, uh, just at that time, he was a weekend sportscaster. He didn't do the full-time sportscasting, but you may know him. He's a sportscaster by the name of James Brown. Yes. Or for CBS. Yes, yes. And James Brown took me under his wing. He liked me. He took me under his wing and helped me and showed me showed me the ropes. And he put in a word for me when I got out of college to help me get a job in television. And he actually helped me get up to CBS Sports, where I moved up to the network up in New York City, where my work was shown all over the world. And, you know, I, media was a part of me at that point. And as I grew in business and so forth, I realized that it's, my duty to now not just work in media, but to help others to use media because media has evolved so much over the years that it's time for me to help other people use media. So why media? Because it's everybody. And I mean, everybody consumes their information through one form of media or yes, another. Yes. And what I just want to do is make sure that if you're somebody who needs to reach people, that you have your business, in some in every form of media that you can. Mm. Whew, and I'm just thinking now that you have said that, mm -hmm. we have some people who feel like media destroys people and they somehow have this phobia towards media or they are afraid of media. Does media have the power to destroy people and make people no. at the same time? No, media doesn't have the power to do anything. Hmm. Media is just the resource. The people who are using the media can use it to destroy. And, and, and for instance, we are on a podcast right now. Wow. Your technology, your software, the transmission can't do a thing to anybody. Yes. What we say, how we use it can do things. Hmm. So we, I mean, the, the, the media can't do a thing. A newspaper can't do a thing. What we write in a newspaper can do something. So media has no power at all. None. It is just it is just a resource. True that. But what do you think keeps people away from using media? Or is it because they don't really well, understand, know how to separate the two? Doc? Well, I think that what I don't know if people have gotten away from it. I don't think we've been taught to use it. Um, it's just a matter we never were taught to how to use media, and we we have to understand that media when we were coming up. I don't, I'm not sure your age, and I'm not going to ask. I better not. I mean, who wants to talk about that? Yes, Doctor Powers. I'm making it personal. When I was coming up, um, <laughs> media was for media usage was for those professionals, like the news anchors, the newspaper editors, the book editors, the film producers. Yes. we were just supposed to watch it, listen, 
and get what we could get out of it. Whatever they wanted to give us, that's what we did. Now media has evolved to the point where now you can control your own media. Yes. And that's what I, I like to tell people is that you have the power now to, like right now, there was a time when if you wanted to be on someone's uh, audio or radio broadcast, you had to wait for them to call you and hopefully they found you interesting enough to be on their show for you. Yeah. Now you can, you can start your own podcast. You can do that. You don't need anyone's permission. Same thing with television. You used to have to wait for someone to call you. And keep in mind, I started in television when we were using tapes. <laughs> so, uh, you, then, but you had to wait for someone to call you and hopefully they found you interesting to bring you on for two minutes. Now you can have your own, not only your own streaming TV show, you can have your own streaming TV channel. Yes. You can have your own channel where you can have several shows, yours and others, on your channel. There was a time when there was no, no one ever heard of self-publishing a book. I've self-published three books now. Yes. Um, there was a time when you had to hope someone found you interesting enough to put into a magazine. You can start your own magazine now. And you can actually shoot a film with an iPhone. Precisely. <laughs> you can shoot your own film. It to- media has totally changed. And it's to the point now where we actually, we actually can have control. But to answer your question, I don't think people have gotten away from using. I just don't think we were ever taught to use it because we never had access before. Yeah. 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 No access. And, uh, well, the ground is shifted now. And now that the ground is shifted, everyone seems to be going the same direction, if I can put it that way. But look, there's about Mm -hmm. 4 million podcasts around the world, but not all of them are active, nor even consistent. But the question is, which will be my biggest question, when you Uh get started in all these things, where do you find audience? Is there audience for all to consume all this content? How do you go about that? Because it's to start is one thing, but finding the audience, Dr. Barrett. I and this is gonna go against everything that most people have heard. <laughs> I don't go to find an audience. Bring it on. I, I said I, I don't go out to find an audience. I make myself findable for them. Wow. So the people who are looking for what I have to offer, I need to make sure that I'm in their line of sight, not go looking for them. And I, I use the example of, of this McDonald's, for instance, McDonald's doesn't come knocking on your door saying, Hey, come buy a big Mac. Yes. McDonald's makes it so you can find McDonald's when you're looking for a McDonald's. Precisely. Where yeah, do we- so what, what I'm telling business owners is to make yourself visible. I'll give you a prime example. Um, you're familiar with the comedian Kevin Hart. Yes. Kevin Hart is everywhere. He's on podcasts. He's on, he's got books. He's got audio books. He's got streaming TV shows. He's got movies. He's got documentaries. Kevin Hart is everywhere. What Kevin Hart is doing is he is using media to make sure that whether you like him or not, you are not going to ignore him. Mm. And this is what I'm trying to get business people to understand. Make yourself like Kevin Hart. Put yourself in every medium so that when people 
are looking at to laugh, they're going to see you. So whatever your business is, I don't care if you're a plumber, make sure that when people need plumbing, that they see you. Don't go looking for them. Make it so they can find you. Mm, make yourself undeniable. <laughs> well, in go. this case, there nobody will ignore you. Now, where does one start, really? Do we start with podcasting or do we start with YouTube channel? Where do we start, Dr. Barrett? I like that question. And I, I, I think that podcasting is the simplest and easiest way to get started. The reason is, is because just like yourself, I can tell you love what you do. Yes. I can tell. I can feel your energy. <laughs> it's easy for you to talk about something you love. Yes. And yes. if you just hit record, you got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! It's not easy. It's just like that. So now with that podcast, let's say that you now say, you know what? I want to set a camera up in front of it. Now you can stream that and you've got a streaming show with your podcast. Now you've got two different mediums. You've got audio and video, just like that. You can also take that audio, transcribe it. You can turn it into an ebook. You can turn it into magazine articles. You get enough of it, you can turn it into a physical book. Now you've got a third form of media. Let's say you set up another camera that follows you around as you do all this. Now you can make a documentary about what you do. So you've got a film now. That's a fourth, fourth <laughs> sort of media. Now, yes. let's say you take all of these things and you market it and let everyone know, let them see a snippet of it, a little clip of it, and let everyone know what you're doing, and you put it out on social media. Now that's yes. a fifth form of media. Just like that, you have taken yourself and made it so people cannot ignore you. Woof. And nobody will when all this is out there. Now, how do you feel about sticking out with just one form of media? Or what are your thoughts about that? Well, well my thing is this. I don't disagree with you doing a one form of media. Yes. But I always ask people, do you just want one one area of clientele. Like for instance, you have a podcast. Yes. And you could have tens of thousands of downloads on your podcast. Yes. But do you honestly believe that there are only about 10,000 people out there that no. you can serve? No. no. <laughs> there are millions of people that you can serve. And everybody that you can serve doesn't always listen to a podcast. Some of them like to read their information. Like I said, everybody consumes their form of information through some form of media. Some people like to go to social media. Some people like films. Some people you know, like TV. If you're not meeting them where they are, you're going to miss that clientele and you're going to miss the revenue that comes from it as well. So if you can focus on one if you want to, but you're leaving money out there on the table. Mm. <laughs> Anyone out there who really wants to drive their competitors crazy, this is the place. Meet us in the comments. Tell us what you think. Send your questions. Whatever it is, engage. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Barrett is my guest. We'll be right back after this. MDN TV, the podcast. Be abreast with now. Never miss a thing with MDN TV, the podcast. We love to keep you in the present with diverse goodies from secular and non-secular subjects of global interest. Join us. Grab more from these series. Listen to our podcasts.
The undeniable the choice. The undeniable choice is still Dr. Bharat. Now, let's talk about finding clients. Do you think media is the best way to find clients for your business or whatever you do? Well, I, I believe that it is the best way to be attractive to clients. Wow. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm not a proponent necessarily of finding clients. I like to make sure that the clients can find you. The bottom line is this. Whenever you want something, you go get it. You just need to know where it is. So if a client wants what you have, they need to know where you are. It's not a matter of you going to find clients. It's a matter of those clients. Because here's the thing. If they found you, you've got a better chance of making that sale. Because yes. they, they knew what they were looking for. Precisely. If you have to go find them, you have to convince them to, to do business with you. It takes more muscles, more work. Now, I'm just mm-hmm. going to ask exactly. this on this side. What I've just picked up with you. I mean, we're just 16 minutes into our conversation, but... It appears you're also very, you, you, I mean, you excel with messaging. How does that fit in in all of this? Because your messaging says make, um, make yourself attractive to your clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, I mean, I, <laughs> thank you, first of all. Um, I, I, I guess I, I just, I, I, I love what I do. Yes. And I have learned over time that, you know, you have to be able to communicate what it is that you're trying to get your clients to understand. So the messaging, it, it doesn't come automatically. It comes with trial and error. But right. once you understand fully what you're doing and what you want to convey, it can come across seamlessly. Mind blowing. I must say, look, God is everywhere. Is it really possible for human beings to be everywhere at once? Well, well not like <laughs> God. Uh, <laughs> I thought he's the only like one. Yes. I, I, please, please don't take that literally. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I meant in a, in a media sense. You, yes. can, you can be on television, you can be in films, you can be in, in newspapers, blogs, articles, books, you can be on podcasts, you can be on social media all at the same time. As I mentioned, Kevin Hart earlier, Kevin Hart, you can go on all of those platforms yes, and yes. find Kevin Hart in one of those mediums right now. You can go find Oprah Winfrey in one of those categories right now. Mm. And so it's, it's one of those, yes, you can be in all of those platforms at one time to make it so if people are looking for you, they can find you. Omnipresent. But not like God. <laughs> <laughs> not like God, of course. What? So how do people start making themselves omnipresent? <laughs> I thought that was only reserved for him. But anyway, for another day, yes. Dr. Barrett? <laughs> well, like I said, to start, I would suggest a podcast. Yes. I would definitely suggest doing a podcast. And then, you know, expanding that to, to video, to books and film, and of course using social media all at the same time to push it all out there. But I, I, it doesn't have to take a lot of effort, but I would, I would definitely suggest putting together a team to help you do it. Yes. Because it, you know, it can be a little daunting for someone to try to do everything by themselves. 
but I suggest getting an assistant to help you, someone who may be a virtual assistant or whatever, just to help you to get things going, to get it moving. But in, in your podcast, it does not have to be a solo podcast. You can have a co-host or engineer or something to help you with it, just to get it going and get it moving. Once you get it started, as you, as you know, it's fun if you do it right. If you started again tomorrow, would you do the same things you did before? Would wow. you change a strategy? Great question. Um, probably, I would probably change a little bit. I would probably hire a team a lot faster. Yes. I probably would have done that a lot faster instead of trying to do more by myself. And just because that would get me a little further ahead. But as far as the strategy of making yourself findable, um, and if I had to start my business over again, no. But as far as just starting, you know, as far as what I knew about media, because keep in mind what I knew about business, rather, I would change that because like I said, I think we've been taught the wrong thing. I think we've been taught to find clients instead of making ourselves findable. And I think that I think still a lot of people are still thinking that. And we've also been taught to focus on one form of medium of yeah. media, and and then in, instead of putting yourself out there in all forms of media, I would I would definitely change that because I, I had to learn that the hard way as well. So I would I would definitely change that because I want to get people to understand that you focus on one form of media, only one form of client is going to find you. Yes, <laughs> so. it's very very true. And come to think of it, what are your thoughts on uh, how you got started in terms of, do you feel you took a long route to get here or you took a short one? How was the riding for you? I never take the, I never take the short route. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always take the long route. It's, it's, it's more fun that way. <laughs> But now transferring that to others is, is, I'm sure that will help them to find the shortest route because if you have traveled the long route, we no longer need to travel the longest route ever. Now, should... That is true. Yes. They should, they should take the most efficient route. Um, and it could be shorter doing that. Doing that way. I want you to take the one that's going to make you the most profit. Yes. And that could be shorter. It could be a little longer, but I still wanted to make you the most profit. Now, should you sell your services from media <laughs> platforms? So how do, cause look, people want to monetize or monetize uh -huh, uh -huh. Dr. Barrett. How do we go about that? Well, first of all, you should always be offering something to your, to your, to your audience. And the reason I say that is because if they come to you for great content, if they come to you to learn something, to get something of value, it's your duty to offer them something. Yes. Because it's, 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 it's actually selfish for you not to. Because if they came to get something from you and then you leave them with just a goodbye, <laughs> they want something they can take with them. I mean, it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like going to a, a big conference and there's a speaker up, up on the stage and yes. he had you standing on your feet crying just thinking this person is wonderful and they have nothing to offer you at the back of the room and you're like okay it was great 
But now I can tell people about it, but the next day that feeling's gone. So you need you you should be offering them something that they can that they can uh, purchase from you to help them to, to grow even more and to build a stronger relationship with you. And I just think it's it's imperative that most people who are using media do that. Now, does that mean you have to shove stuff down their face all the time? No. You want to build relationships with people who are, who are following you. And how do you do that? Well, you can offer them something at low cost or even free just to get into your, get into your cycle. And then once they can get information from you, they can learn from you. You definitely want to teach them something, give them value. Then you can offer them something else. Yes. And it can be of more value. And most people, if they like your content, they're going to buy from you again. Yes. And again. And yes. again. The thing is, you have to build that relationship and continue. And, and, and there was a word I heard you saying earlier, engage. Engage. You need to engage yes. the people. Yes. If, you, if the people feel that they are engaged with by you, they feel a part of what you're doing. And if they feel a part of what you're doing, not only will they buy from you, but they will spread the word about you. They will feel a part of it because they will feel like this is not your podcast. This is their podcast. Like you say, made by the people for the people. Yes. They will feel it's their podcast. Yes. And just like in any business, if you're marketing, you need to make sure that your people feel that they have a stake in it as well. Whew. You know, a thousand questions are coming to me right away, all at the same time. But because <laughs> you are dropping balls and you are tilting uh, balls of wisdom, the million-dollar oh, wow, question for me right now. You're welcome, Doctor Barrett. But the million-dollar question for me right now is this: because there are people who probably want to change their profiles. We have heard of. Media personalities, but media boss. What's the difference? Well, I'll use the, I'll use Oprah Winfrey as an example. Yes. We all got to know Oprah Winfrey when she had her television show, The Oprah Show. Remember? Yes, yes. Me, o- Oprah was a media personality. Yes. We would see her on TV. She would host mm-hmm. shows. She would host specials. She was a media personality. Now she has O Magazine. Now yes. she has <laughs> Oprah Studios. Now she has Harpo Studios. Woo. Oprah produces movies. Oprah produces TV specials. Oprah produces a magazine. Oprah is a media boss now. Mm. She went from just a personality, someone we saw and watched and supported while the network made the money, to now she owns it. I take someone like a Tyler Perry, same thing. Tyler Perry was an actor we saw as being Medea all the time. Tyler Perry now owns his own movie studio. Mm. Mm. I'm, I'm not sure if, you're, you're, if your listeners are familiar with Byron Allen. Yes. Byron Allen was <laughs> Byron Allen was a stand-up comedian and comedy writer. Back, wow. I remember back in the, in the late 70s, early 80s, seeing Byron Allen doing stand-up comedy. Now Byron, own, Byron Allen owns the Weather Channel. <laughs> Byron Allen owns a lot of the TV shows that we used to see on late night TV, a lot of the sitcoms. He, he's the person behind those shows. And Byron Allen is a, is a, a, a mega millionaire because 
of, of, him, of his ownership of his media. And that's what I call a media boss, someone that owns the media. So when I spoke earlier about what it used to be like being in the media and to the change that's taking place to now you can control it yourself. A yes. media boss to me is someone that can control their own media. And that's what I consider a media boss. Boss, it is. <laughs> I love, love, love this. Now, like I said, you see, so many questions, so many answers, <laughs> but so much direction at the same time. Look, we come or we live in a world where some will consider you as one who is greedy. I mean, you don't want to give other people a chance. You're on podcasting, you're on TV, movies is you, modeling is you. I mean, hair products you have found. How do you deal with that? Or how do you navigate around such kind of criticism, Dr. Barrett? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure what criticism you're speaking of. I don't get any criticism. Of people will say you are greedy. Why are you on movies? You are on magazines. You are on. I mean, just focus on one thing because that's the kind of society we still live in, unfortunately, where people feel like you don't need to do all these things. Those people, I don't pay them attention. Oh, <laughs> I don't. I'll give you. I'll give you an example. I mentioned. I mentioned McDonald's earlier. Yes. Do people say those things about McDonald's? No. <laughs> no. Does McDonald's have TV ads? Yeah. Does McDonald's have uh, ads in magazines and newspapers? Yeah. Does McDonald's have of a, course. ads in movie theaters? And McDonald's is on, is on every corner, every city, and um, you find They're them everywhere. Every country. Yeah. But they don't call them greedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Walmart, same thing. I, so that's why I don't. I don't pay attention to people that do that. What is that? They, people that say, people that say those things usually have something going on inside of them, and I and I'm not a psychotherapist, so I don't have time to deal with that. <laughs> Can. You earn money from all these forms of media, and if the answer is yes, then how? Oh, wow. I don't know how much time you have. Um, <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Um, wow. Okay. Well, with podcasting, one of the ways is, of course, is sponsorship. Yes. And, and that's, uh, and sponsorship doesn't have to be on a large scale. It can be a small scale. You know, if you know someone who has small businesses, they can pay to have an ad on your podcast. You can sell on your podcast. Yes. That's another way to make money by selling on your podcast. You can even charge people to be on your podcast. So, so those are just a few ways. With books, I mean, I mean of course, you, you write a book, you sell your book. It's not that hard to do. I mean, you, and if, you're, if, you're, if you're a speaker, if you're speaking in front of people, make sure you have books to sell. Yes. Um, if you yeah. have TV, if you have a TV show. Well, TV show one, TV shows one because of sponsorship. Get people to advertise, do a commercial on your on your TV show. If you do a movie, same thing. You can do and same with TV. If you, you can do the sponsors, you can also do something they call product placement. So, if someone has a particular product, like if you if you've ever seen a movie or a TV show and someone's drinking a Pepsi, 
Well, that Pepsi is there because someone paid for it to be there. It's yes. called product placement. That means they, they paid you to put that Pepsi in that scene. Mm. So that's, that's product placement. That is actually a, a thing. And then social media. We all know we can make money on social media. People do that every day. So yeah, you can, you can actually sell your product or your services or your programs or whatever on social media as well. So you, you can sell and make money on any of these forms of media. The question is, will you do it? Mm. Most people are afraid to do it, but I'm sure after this podcast, after this program, this, this broadcast, they'll definitely try it out. Tell us about your I own so. podcast. Media well, my Boss podcast, podcast. Yeah, my podcast, Media Boss Podcast, goes over the things that we uh, are speaking of. And of course, yes. I got to have you on as a guest. Oh, and, well, yes, uh, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Because what I do on my podcast is we talk about using various forms of media to reach those people to make it so that they can find you. And so what I do is I bring on people who are using media within their business to grow and to show people how they can do it. I also bring on people who have created things or who work with different things in the media or different tools or resources. I had a gentleman who actually um, sold his software to um, Libsyn and to, so that they can actually bring in more people to help them with podcasting. So it's a, it's a lot of different things that I do. I bring, I brought on movie producers, um, actors, d- different people, because they work in media in various, various ways to help, help them grow their business. Wow. Wonderful. Uh, our, our, our viewers, our listeners definitely want to con- continue with this conversation, even right after the, the show has ended. Now, how can they find out more about you and how can they continue this conversation? Because this is big, I must say. Dr. Oh, sure. Well, one, one thing I recommend to people is this: take, take advantage of my, I do a, I give a complimentary gift to people and it's a training that I've done that to help people to stop, stop having people come to them that don't want to pay them and get paying clients. And the way I do that, I give them this is, Go to www.5waystopayingclients.com. That's yeah. the number five, fivewaystopayingclients.com. And it's a, it's a complimentary training. You don't have to pay a dime for it. And another thing that I do is I do a, a challenge, a five-day challenge called Make Money from Media Challenge. So they can they can come to my challenge and that one there is a there's a fee for that. There's general admission and VIP. VIPs get a lot more than a general admission. But yes. it's it's a way that you can learn how to use media and how to set up your own media to to make things grow for yourself. And that, I I do that in a five day challenge. Thanks a gazillion times, Doc. Look, what a mind-blowing time with you. Your parting shots, definitely five ways to payingclients.com. I'll pay the first visit there. (laughs) Your parting shots, please. Wow, thank you. What I say to everyone is 
I, I encourage you to sign up for the challenge. The and you can go to make money from mediachallenge.com. Real easy. Make money from mediachallenge.com. I, I encourage you to sign up for the challenge because you'll learn a lot more than, than I can go over here on how to use media and how to get paid for it as well. And that way, a lot of people can, can learn. And it, don't, it, I don't want it to be overwhelming for people. So I try to put it in that challenge to make sure people can understand different ways that they can use the media. Yes. Doc, thank you so much for your time, your wisdom, direction. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Bardath Matthews. Look, let's all go for the challenge. Make money from media.com. It's so simple. I will be leading this crew going all the way there to all the listeners and viewers around the world. Hmm. Well done to you. MDN Talk Radio. The mic swings to you. At MDN Talk Radio, the conversation is upbeat with life-enhancing chats moderated by personalities that matter. Exclusive conversations to keep our radio community interactive is with you now. Log on from the comfort of your couch or take us along in your palm as you go. Hear us. The undeniable choice.